Now to the task at hand. I know that you wish to speak about your sports games incessantly, but I am here for a different purpose. But everyone already innately knows this. These people are not freaking humans. Sick. Welcome to the Sports Antelope, episode number 160. I'm your host, Danny Belts. The empty bag man and the heavy hitter. I thought the bag man had the money. He's going to give it to this guy anyway. Sing it, Kenny! Kenny Loggins, ladies and gentlemen. Boston Dan has confirmed. Two tickets and one will be mine. And on the third week of September, I will ascend to the Mohican Sun to give the Native Americans my money for a concert and also give them more money at the casino afterwards. Everybody knows this. I cannot wait. Will I keep playing the Kenny Loggins anthem after I go to the concert? That is the question. If a tree falls in the woods, does it make a noise? If you eat a lot of beef, your poo will be red. And if you go... <laughs> the answer is yes. We're going to have to change it up, I guess. The sound of freedom. we got to talk about that. And I have a personal experience. All the quote-unquote QAnon conspiracies. This is about as hilariously real and pathetic as it gets. I want to talk about the Major League Baseball All-Star Games. And the aces, not the ones that you think, not the ones on the poker table. And then we'll get into the empty bag, man. I hit a five-team parlay a couple days ago that was kind of, I gotta say it's life-changing, but it's pretty sweet. I'll tell you that. We'll get into some of that. I met a guy on a plane, sat next to a guy on a plane who may be coming on this show. His first name is Lenny. Doesn't matter what his last name is. This guy you know, every now and again, I'll sit next to people on planes, and when I, when I can tell it's going to be awesome, I, I won't even wear my headphones. Usually, 90% of the time, the person sitting next to me, I just want to, you know, I don't want to talk anyway. I just want to, like, regroup, think, because I usually, nowadays, shoot, I was on three, fl- three f- in one day. Uh, it's getting to be a lot. But here in Missouri, on this lovely night, we're going to get this done. But this dude is about five foot six. And we get into it, he sees my LSU sweatshirt, and he shows me a video of him hitting a home run in the regionals at Corvallis at Oregon State against LSU in the first round of the postseason in 2018. His first home run was at Stillwater against Oklahoma State. This is a small dude, man. He's just not, it just shows you don't have to be that big in baseball to, to be awesome. He has a hilarious story about Paul Maneri, the previous LSU baseball skipper, Recruiting him, then unrecruiting him, recruiting him, then unrecruiting him. It's very similar to how Coach O kept hiring and firing Matt Canada, as Coach O likes to say so much on this very on this very podcast. And as I sit here saying this with my hand on a Bible, this actually went down. So this dude played for Northwestern State. That's in Natchitoches, Louisiana. That's where Bobby Bear and Coach O went to play football. And they have a very good baseball team. And they go to the regionals just about every year. If you play for Northwestern State, there's a good chance you could have played for a lot of other schools. And this dude was recruited by a lot of different schools, uh, but stayed with Northwestern State. This is one of those guys where if the NILs would have been around, and he would have had a lot more money right now. That's for damn sure, because this dude has a lot of records out there. I was looking him up and everything, and he knows a lot of players because he played with a lot of awesome players. Uh, He's shown me all these texts of after that home run, he hit in Corvallis against Oregon State. All the Oregon State dudes were hitting him up on Instagram, wanting to take him out to drink, but he don't drink. He showed me all the exchanges on his Instagram account from four or five years ago. It was hilarious. And then I'm telling him about this five-team parlay that I hit, and I'm talking about Bobby Witt Jr., and he goes, oh, that's my boy. I'm like, get the f- get 
the f man. And he is, he, yeah. I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. So I take a picture of a parlay, a, a picture of a text I sent. I show him this. And I tell him to take a picture of the text I sent to someone else to send it to Bobby Witt. And it's a picture of him hitting a home run in a game where I needed him to. And I said, look at this amazing white specimen. <laughs> There's a picture of him and he sends it to Bobby Witt. You can't make it up. And I'm putting that on Instagram. It is, I'm going to get canceled because I say white specimen. It has nothing to do. It actually has nothing to do with race, as dumb as that sounds there. It's just, <laughs> well, it does, but it's not, it's not perceived as such. But the fact that Bobby Witt Jr. looked at that yesterday just made my entire 2023. That's like barely, it's like the zappy effect almost for me. That's unbelievable. And it's further, further evidence. You never know who you're sitting next to. And you always, if you can, just engage. And if it's whack, just get out. I talked to this dude for two and a half hours from Baton Rouge to Charlotte. It was awesome. And he is coming on this show. He is a baseball hitting instructor at an academy. And I am fascinated with that concept as it is. But this kid's a stud, and he'll be coming on this show. If you really want to get crazy, it's Lenny with an I. <laughs> he played for Northwestern State. Hopefully he comes on. But again, I had to give him the whole full disclaimer of, oh, it's a QAnon show, but this dude's about as woke as I am. So it should work out just fine. And on that five-teamer, I had five teams, five players that needed three-plus bases. This is virtually impossible. You're going to need one of these guys to get a triple or a home run, three singles, or a double and a single. All of them. They need three total bases, walk, stolen bases, hit by pitch, error, do not count. Registered, official, scored, hit, double, triple, home run, one of those, single, double, etc. One of those. I might not even get out of the first leg. I put $70 on this. $70. I put this on Instagram and sent it to a few people. Acuna is the first one up, and he's, he needs a, he's going to need a double. He only has a single, and he's not going to get another at-bat. And the Braves once again proved me right. Bat through that lineup, blowing a team out to get Acuna an at-bat he should have never had. And one hops the wall for a double. Now he has three total bags. The remainder of the guys got there in less than the third inning, including Bobby Witt's home run, then triple. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Max Muncy all getting there before the halfway point of that game. The odds were 162.8 to 1, and $70 paid 11600 <laughs> So thanks, Bobby Witt. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Let's get to it. What's a, what's a bag man? For those of you who don't know, and most of you do, a bag man is just a guy that delivers money illegally. There was a bag man in blue chips when he dropped all that money off over there to, to uh, Ricky's dad. Before he gave him the tractor, they got that with Butch's mom, you know, a little cash and a bag man. Bag man shows up to Shaq, throws him the keys to a car, walks away, says, I don't know nothing. That's a bag man. It's a guy that just gives people money that nobody wants anyone to know about. This is kind of similar in sports gambling. You're going to see a lot of this. Now, these days, you know, it's nothing like when I first got into this. When I was betting, you had to walk uphill to make a bet with no shoes on and freezing temperatures. <laughs> it was a lot more difficult. But it was a lot more safe because you were making a phone call to a guy, taking a bet, and then y'all would meet and exchange cash. Whereas that has evolved to now most of all these being online capacities, probably giving you the avenues to get in trouble. But more than anything, I mean, there's millions of these, I, I imagine. But more than anything, what, what this does 
is you see a lot more transactions because people will be using most of the apps or even maybe even Zelle, I don't know, to move this stuff around. And it becomes a lot easier to do it if you're in that spot. I mean, think about it. You got to meet a guy. You have all this cash on you have to pay out with if you're the book. And you, you know, you're meeting guys at different places. Most places have one spot. One spot. And there's, called, there's a movie called The Drop. And normally some of these bars, particularly in the Northeast, are notorious for this. Just holding money. Guy shows up, orders a drink, gets an envelope slid to him. And that's a drop bar. That's the last place you want to try to rob, I imagine. So in the old school ways, you would make all the bets for the week. Their week, as most weeks then, ended Monday night. So Monday night football would be the conclusion of the week, whereas most places now it's Sunday night will be the conclusion of the week, and then you will settle however it is that you figured with your guy or, or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is that in order for this to happen, you're going to have to collect. And this is what these guys used to do. So they would collect on Monday. This is how you do this. You collect on Monday, or excuse me, you collect on Tuesday, and then you pay out on Thursday. So in other words, you take in all the money, and then you pay out with everyone else's money. The house will rarely take a hit during a week into into the red. If they take a hit into the red into a week, It's coming back. If not next week, the week after, like death and taxes, you're not going to beat the house. One person might hit them. You can hit them over time. You can hit them with big scores. But if you play the same way and you win, it's mathematically impossible. It's like blackjack. When people think if you can't count cards that you have some sort of advantage. That's like you saying you're smarter than mathematics because the house has a very specific mathematical mathematical edge. And that edge is about as real as one plus one equals two. So in other words, if there's 52 bombs in 100 boxes, you're going to find a bomb more often than not, but you'll still find a bomb not often at all, right? But the ones that are there are there, and that, those, that 2% is going to catch up to you in, 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 in any type of casino game. So it's just incredible. Well, it's just important to keep that in mind. Collecting was a big deal if you didn't know. The collecting aspect of things is probably the most important. It's also the shadiest. You are going to be meeting people at a spot and they're going to be giving you money with no words being exchanged. It's going to be very strange. You're going to, you want to try to make this look natural, although it feels extremely unnatural. And then the problem with all this is, is you have to deal with all of the crap that comes with losing. And there's a very specific reason I want to talk about that. We're not going to get into betting specifics and strategy. I do have an episode on that I'm saving for August, but this is just more of a mentality in a place that you can put yourself in. So people necessarily didn't like to see me because what I did was, and it was a few of us, or what I may or may not have done was, or maybe I imagined doing it. I don't know. Maybe I did a lot of drugs and did this. Maybe that's it. But what I heard people would do was that instead of doing one location to have everyone come to you, it was smarter to move around. And I didn't think that was too smart till I understood why. And it's irrelevant why, but it's definitely a good move to do that. And that's what I kind of did. That's what I would have done if I would have been doing that. And then people that I know, that's what they certainly did. <laughs> and so forth. And it kind of was an easier way to go about things because you keep moving and all these things. It, it, it's, it's not necessarily a strategy it's just better to be in motion in this point than just be sitting there. Uh, it has nothing to do with being like a stuck pig or something it's just, or a sitting duck. It's just, it's just, it works easier. It makes things more efficient when you're trying to do this, set this up on this route that you're trying to do, which takes a lot of time. Mind you, I'm a full-time student 
and I'm a full-time employee at a freaking restaurant that is a powerhouse. So this is, this is a big deal. It's going to play into what I want to talk about next week. I'm going to revisit the election of the Johnson and Wales presidential election of 20 of, of serious of 2004. If those of you who remember that I sabotaged the election, but I'm going to get into real deep why. And it was because my Thursdays were not going to be available if this chick gets elected because she was going to do something very, very noble, but I was going to have to paint it to be very, very horrible. And that's what I did. And it worked. And then she never got elected. And we kept our Thursday afternoons open. I'll tell you why all that is. But the real reason was because I need to be paying out sometimes on Thursday too, right? People in this position need to be paying out. If I were doing this, I imagine, as I said earlier, that's when you're going to have to turn around and do all that. So the problem with this is, or not the problem, but what this does to the player is even when you win, you still don't have your money yet. So you won $800. Here comes Tuesday. The week starts. You're clearly going to start betting. You don't even have your money yet. Most of the time, you're going to be down, and we're going to get to this weird conversation of, hey, you just want to roll it? And that's always what happened. It was, it's, a, it's an unbelievable strategy. I mean, the high, it's, it is unbelievable. It's a big reason why the house will give tickets instead of some other form. They give you a ticket. You make a $17,000 bet, and they give you a goddamn piece of paper. If you lose that piece of paper, that's one way you can lose the bet without it even being played. Why do you think they do that? And they'll sell you $10,000 insurance on a $7,000 bet. Why do you think they want you? I mean, this is insane. They want you to lose the ticket. That's why they give you one. We're in 2023. You can't give me something else. I know there's all the apps you can use now with the apps in Vegas. I'm not even talking about FanDuel. But for the longest time, if you had a ticket, you had to go put it in a safe. I mean, I get it, but I don't. I bought it. It's mine. If I lose this piece of paper, so what? I won the bet. Give me the goddamn money. But the empty bag man is the bag man that you will see on that Tuesday. Bag's empty because there ain't nothing in it yet. But there's about to be. And no matter how big or small you are, the face of the person looking at the other person that I have endured so many times, I have given people money in their hand, cash, from losing more than anyone you know, easily, easily. Turned the ship on this like five years ago after 10 years of just, I mean, it was nuts. Figure out like what, what is happening. And we'll talk about that in a few weeks. And I am by no means some sort of expert on this. I'm just better than most people you know. We know that. That doesn't mean that you should listen and bet everything. I, you know, I know you don't. But the point is I just need to establish that so you understand how we're going to move forward with this. Having somebody come to your work. Having somebody come to your residence. The bigger the worse it gets. But that feeling of owing someone money for stupidity. And then forking over an entire weekend of restaurant labor to put in someone's hands for taking my dumbass bet. There's no worse feeling nearly, at least at that age, you can have aside from just something completely morbid. The empty bag man is a, is a person you just never want to see for a lot of reasons because clearly you owe that person money. But that feeling, that scenario, that circumstance, and the look in those eyes are about as... Common, they're as common as anything else that you would see. The grass is still green in Washington. The grass is green in Florida. And that expression is universal. I don't care if some loser in England just lost because South Wolverhampton couldn't cover the one and a half. And now some dude <laughs> chasing him around. He's got the same face as the little kid at the College of Charleston that bet Clemson. It's the same thing. 
It's not a face of fright. It's just a face of disgust, shame, and embarrassment. Then the other guy talks you up. Oh, you'll get a bag, man. It's all good, dog. Yeah, man. <laughs> Take the Texans tonight. What can go wrong? <laughs> but the empty bag, man, which would just be the house or the guys floating around the streets, they're all playing for the same team, inevitably. The empty bag man does not like the heavy hitter because the heavy hitter's coming in and the heavy hitter has the money and the heavy hitter has the money to come back and the heavy hitter has the money to come back again after he came back when he lost and he has the ability to come back again and so forth and that scares the shit out of the casinos. That's why they limit wagers. That's a good reason. Actually, that is the reason they went, they limit wagers. Casinos don't want people to be able to use the Martingale system. The Martingale system is what most of these stupid gambling tout places kind of have in the bottom of their fine print of their strategy when you see that all they do is double down. It's already been proven it doesn't work. If you don't believe me, then just go look on the internet and they'll tell you the mathematical probability of this working throughout is impossible because inevitably you're going to have a losing streak and inevitably you're not going to have enough money to cover your 15th double down. Even somebody's going to run out of money. And I've seen some win, some losing streaks like no other. This is quite possible. So they don't want you to be able to get it all back. If you have $10 billion, what's a half a million to you? You'll, fuck, you'll start firing away all day. That's a big reason why they do that. People that think you can do that at the roulette table are idiots because the odds are against you. There's a, now a higher percentage against you even if you're betting. Of course the odds are against you. But I mean it's 53% if you're betting those colors or the uh, you know big number, small number, odd or even. But they will not allow you to do it because some high rollers do have a ton of money and will get their winnings back, and they don't allow that. So they're going to cap a lot of those games, and there's a good reason why they do that. I've had a lot of my gambling connections throughout the years uh, consolidated, and now I have about six guys in five states that I can call and get good information, four states. Uh, I've given them enough to where I'm kind of on their side. They, it, it's one-sided. It sucks. I can't, I can't help them as much as they can help me, especially now. Uh, but they do help me, and it's great to have that. I like to know about the activity of the heavy hitters, particularly down there in the pepper mill. I like to know what is going on. I like to know who's making who, what wage. Like these guys that are professionally really good at this, and they do this professionally, and they have a 3% edge historically. Hey, I'd love to know what that guy's doing especially when he's, he's not gambling out of passion or some sort of statistical variance of, it's the number one rushing offense versus the day. I love NFL stats. After week two in the NFL, people are like, well, they have the worst rush defense. You know, they play two games, eight quarters. A little early for that, maybe. No? I know it's not your thing, Jalen. You do basketball, but what do you think about the football? Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to. But I like to know when they come through, especially the big ones. There's a series of things that when they all check off a couple times a year, I'll come in for a play of the year. Had a couple of these in basketball where they didn't all check out. That's not why they lost. Probably is a contributing factor. The Gonzaga loss was unbelievable. Some of these ones that we took L's on really sucked. Uh, but I don't regret doing them at all. I mean, when I... Four out of five factors isn't bad enough, but five out of five is what I need to stick to. But the fifth would be when the game that I am interested in, they are as well, particularly two people. When that aligns, I have yet to lose. 
when all five things check, when we get it in, the nine times on this show, when all five times, now we've lost plays of the year because they don't all check out. Now, I've actually lost ones that all checked out. So, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I do apologize. I'm looking at I looked at this incorrectly. I, have, I am nine and two in games in which it's all checked out play of the year. So we have lost two games. But nine and two is nine and two. So I'd like to stay with this as much as I can, right? Stay with this process, which is what I'm going to do. And it's already happening right now. And it couldn't be happening in a more ridiculous spot. And I'm talking about this so early because it's just got some zappy on it right now. So we'll start talking about this in mid-July because I think I'm looking at it. When the heavy hitter comes, the, the house does not like this for a lot of reasons. The heavy hitter, in my opinion, isn't the one that hits you with a big bet. It's the one that hits you when you have to pay him because he won the bet. That's where you get hit. The hit doesn't come by making the bet. The hit comes from collecting the winnings. And this is what these guys can do. They don't like heavy hitters for the biggest reason is this. People know who the heavy hitters are and they'll stick on them like nurse fish on a shark to hear what they tell the guy to make the same play. Then get on their then get on a phone, you know, back when pay phones were everywhere because you know, outside the uh, they used to actually have pay phones in like casino lobbies. Everybody runs out to do that to make the call all over the country to let people know who this is how this used to go. Billy Walters makes a play, somebody finds out, and it gets out to Portland, Maine in like a minute without the internet somehow. They gotta be careful. Because the heavy hitter's coming in here to win, and he's not betting his heart. He's coming to get your ass and take the winnings from all the idiots that would go to you. Well, now go to him. The heavy hitter has a lot to do with that empty bag man. And to talk about the empty bag man, one thing that I did forget to say is, you know, there's a movie called Buffaloed. I talked about it on here. You should go watch it. It's hilarious. It's a movie that takes place in Buffalo, New York, and it talks about the scam behind debt. So when you owe a credit card, I'm leading up to something. When you owe a credit card company money and you default at some point, okay, they're going to shut down that account. They're going to alert, you know, you get, they're going to alert the credit bureau and all. You're going to get banged. But you don't actually really, you're never going to actually have to pay that money back. That money kind of just goes away. The credit card companies will then sell that debt to third parties. And that's when the third parties get the boiler rooms, pick up the phone and start trying to collect the debt. Here's an example of how dumb this is. One lady owed $20,000, and she hadn't paid it in like 15 years. Well, the, the, and, and ta- the protagonist of the movie, she was able to get her to give like seven, and then they closed the books on it. So they, you'd think, theoretically, they ate $13,000. No, because they only paid $2,000 for the potential for the entire thing. So they made $5,000. So this is a, it's funny money. It's not even real. So... When, they, when the empty bag man were to come and you were not to pay him, then what happens? This kind of triggers in completely to the heavy hitter. The reason I'm talking about credit and how this doesn't work or doesn't work the same, the, the, the credit on the streets isn't the same with MasterCard, right? This is a big reason why the heavy hitters don't like to use illegal bookies because the heavy hitter can come in make that play, and then when it comes time for him to get paid, he's going to see the empty bag man. But the problem is there should be something in the bag because he won. Oh, they're not going to pay you. What are you going to do about it? That's why these you can't exactly call the Better Business Bureau, now can you? So most of these guys will stay in that casino floor because at least they know that they'll get their money while the casino is trying to shut down the information of the heavy hitter coming in making the bet. The smartest thing that ever happened was the app wagers. 
Billy Walters wished he had this a while ago. Because for the longest time, you could not make a bet over the phone. You had to do the minimum at proxy. You send somebody out there to make the bet for you. But this is a pain in the ass. You have money floating around, travel, transportation, stupid communication on the phone. When you can eliminate all that, make the bet from your living room, and nobody knows about it. But the heavy hitter wants to get paid as much as the empty bag man does. And every now and again, what you'll see is the casino putting out these lines early on, especially in college football, week zero, in particular week zero, and of course week one. And they're standing there. They can't wait because they make so much money in the first weeks of college football. Pro football is kind of up and down a little bit. College, it's the same thing every year. People load up on favorites and get rolled. Everybody had Alabama last year at Texas. They should have lost that game. They were laying about two touchdowns or 16 points and should have lost. And everybody lost their ass. I, I, like People just load up on favorites early and without looking at anything and they, they don't understand. Well, the problem with these, when the empty bag man, when the house puts out these lines waiting for you to make a bet and then just give the money, sometimes one of the heavy hitters is going to identify one that is early and ripe. And they're going to come to the table and look at the empty bag man, will the heavy hitter, and get it in. And all of a sudden, the casinos, the book especially, is more than alert that this has happened. And there's a lot of things they need to do. The first thing they're going to have to do is change that line. If a guy comes in that they know is a sharp and drops down $140,000 on Ohio, getting three and a half points at San Diego State, week zero, that's going to move down to three or it'll get under three on that one move in that one place. And in that one place, other books will see that move and probably make the same change and they can do that. Just go lit. Remember years ago when Ian Epstein came on here? No relation to the other one. The guy that owns PropSwap that used to be an odds maker and told you exactly what I just said. If there's anyone out there that goes, that's not how it works. Well, an odds maker came on here and told us how it works. And he has a big website in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's called PropSwap.com. Pretty legit. He does really well. So I'm going to believe him. Anyway, when this beautiful combination happens, they're going to take that game off the board. It's a beautiful thing. And that's exactly what just happened. Take that game off the board because the empty bag man holds one out while the heavy hitter comes in and we got a little, I thought you were paying me. I thought you were paying me. Well, fuck. You say tomato, I say tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Take it off the board. Now, when they do that, that doesn't mean they're going to change it. It just means you can't bet it. So they put it in purgatory. And when that happens, usually they're going to change it because they know this guy's not messing around. If they put it back at the same line after taking it off after you made your bet, Mr. Heavy Hitter, we know you're good, but not good enough to move this line, pal, so good luck. It's almost kind of disrespectful to those guys because you know they want to see the line move after they did. Dr. J and I moved the line at Hollywood Casino three years ago. Came in for a massive five-digit money line wager on Tulane, combining our funds for a massive ticket. <laughs> I don't feel you're gambling with the typical 50-50 when you come into these futures on this show. And I think the proof in the pudding has been more than evident. On the record, Ohio, Ohio over seven and a half wins. On the record, Ohio plus three and a half at San Diego State. That bag man comes every single week 
twice, once with an empty bag and once with something in it. Every single week during football season, a heavy hitter shows up to that counter to make that big bet. It's a really interesting dynamic. But every now and again, you'll have an empty bag man and a heavy hitter, and there's some confusion, and I feel that's what's happening here. The confusion being preliminary, but the conclusion, (laughs) that won't be confusing at all. I got a little fired up there and went backwards, but that's okay because I figured I'd just cover this on the back end. But The Sound of Freedom, I went to go see that movie. And I have to tell you, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. And when I got out, I called one of my buddies about it and he was telling about all the interference and stuff that's happening and I started reading about it. And yesterday, or two, excuse me, over the weekend, what is today? Monday, Jesus. I actually read about another thing happening locally in the city that I live in. And then I started seeing a lot of the Instagram stuff, and this is unbelievable. I mean, I don't even know how to describe. This is not QAnon conspiracy. This is ridiculous. Messing with the heater and the air conditioning, trying to get people to not purchase a ticket, getting them into the show, then saying, it didn't download, then refunding everyone. Therefore, no one sees the movie. The movie doesn't get the financial credit. They've been doing this throughout the country, and they're covering it up. If you don't believe me, just Google it. You'll get all you want. You'll get all the things you want about how it's QAnon movie. and uh, It's not. The big question is, who are you when you defend human traffickers? Who are you when you defend child pedophilia? I'm not talking about LGB. I'm talking about NAMBLA, National Association of Man-Boy Love, fueled, funded by the far left. Fact, go look. Go look at their donors are and go look. and it's amazing how that registry is kept offline and how the FBI doesn't just go there. If you're an FBI agent looking to get your nut in sexual crimes, just go that I could have I could have worded that better. Holy crap. If you need to get your quota, oh my god. <laughs> That's gotta be one of the greatest bloop reels ever. But if you I can't even Oh my god. My point is it would be really easy. You could just take them in all right there and have your number for the year, right? Because they're all perverts looking to have sex with boys. This is unbelievable that this happens in open daylight in our society. There's going to be a militia put together. Dude, citizens are going to get together soon and start killing people. They identify people that are human trafficking and like, we know that like not much is done about it. This has already happened in Texas like four times. This is going to happen. People are going to start getting... If you... <laughs> All right, I'm going to sound like an absolute nut. I don't think there's a greater sin that has ever been created than this. I don't even understand how we function without stopping this now. I get it. And there's ways to do this. We can stop a lot. We've stopped plenty of big wars. We can't stop this. Get the f- There's a reason why. And it should be getting way more questions than it is. It's a great movie. Go see it. And just, just know that eventually when you're one of my middle left friends, you're going to have to make a decision because... Forget all the, you're the party of the killing the babies. I'm not even talking about that because I understand how that argument can be split. But what I'm saying is there's no argument here. And there's some weird undertones coming out from some high-ranking officials that have been elected within that party. I'm not talking about, you know, Shank Unger and the Young Turks. I'm talking about Senator. I mean, this is nuts. Go see the movie. And it's funny. People pressuring us to not go see the Woman King for being racist Why can't we use the same pressure for not wanting people to see this for being for child trafficking? Oh, I'll tell you why. Fucking spineless. That's why. That's why people like John Cena, people you think are strong and tough, 
get on their knees like some cuck and give an apology to China in Mandarin. Got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. You know what? I just... (laughs) Major League Baseball All-Star Games have been going under for about 30 years now, and I am getting a little tired of it. I mean, I don't know if you guys... It can't be this easy. I mean, I think the last 29 of 35 have gone... this, This goes back under to, like, when I was born. Go look. There's a couple games that get into double digits. Mostly it's just two to two to three, five to one. We need to make the all-star game great again. And I want us to use aluminum bats, gorilla ball, and only fastballs. That's how the all-star game needs to be played. And everybody who watch, make me the commissioner of Major League Baseball, and I'll make fun things like this happen. And I'm changing the extra inning rules, like I said. When the 10th inning comes, you're getting your fastest player dressing him up in canine protective clothes, and you're doing that with the other guy, and they're going to run from home plate to center field, and then when they're at second base, we're releasing a hungry Bengal tiger who's going to chase them, and the person that he catches and tries to kill, but he can't because of the protective measures, then they lose, and the other team wins for making it to the center field monster without being attacked by a 900-pound Bengal tiger. You don't want to see that? Are you kidding me? And by the way, guys, I hate to... I hate to talk about the WNBA, but let's do it. The Aces, look, the Las Vegas Aces are 19-2. They're shooting 38.5% from three. 38.5% from three. They're scoring seven more points more per game than the second team. That is outrageous. Not even Golden State has done that. Seven more points offensively doesn't usually work like that in professional sports, even in the WNBA. But they, Vegas cannot keep up with these guys. They're hanging numbers on them like minus 19, laying 18, win by 30. They've won by 30 three times the last five, six games. They finally lost one, and then they came back, and whoever they played next won by 1,000. Like when UConn's women almost lost a two-lane to break up the 99-game win streak, and we were there, and the next game they played Notre Dame, who's number two, and beat them by 90. My brother was all over that. Found a way to bet it, and we did. Congratulations to him. But if you are looking into the betting, be sure and check out the aces, and guess what, guys? It don't matter how you spend that money. You lose it the same way, you win it the same way. I'd rather win money on the aces than lose money on the Yankees. How about that? Thanks for joining the Sports Antidote, episode number 160, The Empty Bagman and the Heavy Hitter. I hope the sound of freedom continues to get out of this this rut that the media puts them in, and I hope uh, that people stop defending human traffickers as they should all be shot and left to rot in a ditch. And I think everyone in the world would agree on that except for the people utilizing this horrible trade and then protecting the people in this horrible trade. It's unbelievable. How about them aces, baby? You know what I'm talking about. All-star games need to start going over. I'm getting a little bored, and I'm an under guy. We all know this. And I officially anoint the Ohio Bobcats 2023 sports antidote. I anoint thee. Go forth and win thee some money, much like Joshua did the Lord Almighty, when he smote the Amalekites. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure and rate, subscribe, and review. (laughs) Be sure and follow us on Instagram. Keep it real, Anadotians.